Welcome to Remolations. We're your hosts. I'm Mindy. And I'm Brooke. Remolations is a dream interpretation podcast where we read listeners' dreams. From nightmares to the just plain bizarre, join us as we give you our comedic interpretation of your fucked up REM cycle. Mm. This week, we're starting with a dream from Nina that has to do with trolley accidents and conductors under the influence and family members who just don't care. Mm. (laughs) But we've also got some great catnaps with marrying Taylor Swift in a dog costume. (laughs) (laughs) Whales, whales, and more whales. (laughs) And of course, a giant carrot. Just, just a giant, just a giant carrot. Just a yeah. giant carrot. <laughs> Who doesn't love carrots? And I'm also going to be talking to you about a new alternative theory called brain spotting that can help with your nightmares, sleep problems, and other mental health issues. All right, bestie, <laughs> grab your giant carrot. Let's get started. Woo! Hi. Oh, hello. Hi. That was a very musical interlude. Mm, it's not a good musical interlude. <laughs> I think it was fabulous. Oh, good. You look fabulous. You do, too. You look just like you have a glow about you today. Like, you just, you look just ready to take on the world. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe because yeah, I have I a tie-dyed shirt on and my hair is that's down. Prob- <laughs> that's probably it. You're like, I'm There's ready. nothing else different, but I'm ready to There's- take on the world. If you have a tie-dyed shirt, man, like... Throw it on. You're going to feel good. It's going to be great vibes all day. Oh, GBO. Good vibes only. (laughs) Ready to chill. (laughs) And I'm ready for some dreams. Let's go. Speaking of dreams. Jumping into it. Get it. With Nina's dream from San Antonio, Texas. Nina, thank you. Nina starts. This might be long, but thank you in advance for helping me interpret this. Oh, boy. I had a hyper-realistic dream that I was driving on a road that was in the middle of a very wide median. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure I was in Louisiana, (laughs) even though I've never actually been to Louisiana. (laughs) I passed through it once. (laughs) Not worth the trip or worth the trip? Maybe New Orleans. New Orleans. Yeah, you're in southern Louisiana. Yeah. (laughs) On the coast. (laughs) I noticed that the trolley lanes were intersecting with regular vehicle lanes. Hmm. And there were stoplights. (laughs) The first stoplight, I realized I was braking too hard and in not enough time. And I told myself I needed to pay more attention. Yeah. Yeah. You should pay attention when you... That's pretty observant in your dream. Like, ooh, I'm being a really shitty driver right now. (laughs) Gotta check myself before I wreck myself. Literally. Well, we'll see. Oh, boy. At the second light, my passenger side got hit with oh. a trolley. Well, that's what happens. Like a, like a cable car. A cable car. Yeah. Is that, that's what I'm picturing it. Is. Yes, that's okay, what I'm same? picturing okay. it. Yeah. So passenger side got hit by a trolley. That's not great. <laughs> I have a very little car in real life. But in the dream, the trolley was more damaged than my vehicle. Oh, before I got out of the car, I noticed that two older men were conducting the trolley. Okay. One was drinking out of a Bud Light beer can, yeah. and the other was smoking a joint. Good times, man. GVO. GVO. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think you might have luck on your side with this. Yeah. Get out your phone, start taking video, document it for the courts, because yes. I think 
you got Nina, something. You were the clear. Yeah, I don't <laughs> think you got to worry about this one going through your insurance. <laughs> Could you imagine the like? I'd be uh, like, oh, okay. And they they don't you even want, stop. You want to pass that? They're not even stopping after. They just get out of the trolley, chugging their beer and smoking. Right, their not tr- even try. <laughs> they like, don't I even know. try. <laughs> They asked if my insurance was good. Oh. So I started freaking out. Yeah. And trying to find anything to use for this accident that wouldn't go against me. Oh, boy. I I think we have a few things for you here, Nina. Uh, yeah. And I think you might have some witnesses on the trolley. <laughs> like the conductors were smoking weed and drinking alcohol while driving the trolley. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's because she realizes it. Yep. So I got out and I called my mother to ask her for... So I got out and I called my mother to ask for advice. And she says, she's not paying attention to my call and she keeps cutting me off. She can't hear me. Every excuse under the sun for her tried to explain to me at the bare minimum that she could not grasp what I was trying to ask her. <laughs> well, like it doesn't that. seem like a tough, tough question. Mom, I was just in an accident with a trolley. Can, can- I, can I? Pay attention here for just a moment. I mean, just a second. Can I have your attention, please? Give me a little bit of attention. In the meantime, the two men that were conducting the trolley turned into two very attractive men. Ooh, sneaky. So so attractive, I got nervous and embarrassed. Ooh. Even even more so that I was blocking traffic. (laughs) (laughs) I would be the least of my worries at this point. I'm like, just. That's not what I'm worried about. She's like fixing her hair, like putting on, like putting on more lip gloss. Hey. <laughs> well, boys. there might be cute firemen coming to the scene. You never Ooh, know. Yeah, don't look at the beer drinking, weed smoking no. trolley conductors. Get That's your, not your Get attention. your first responder. <laughs> yeah. I got mad. I was scared. And I was starting to experience some intense back pain. Oh. I started cursing and yelling at my mom, who was still on the phone. <laughs> God damn it, mom. Please, I'm hurt and I'm scared. Can you please I mean, give me some support? Hot, but it kind of caused this accident. I know what to do. It's very confusing. My mom then had my sister on the phone trying to yell at me for the accident. I proceeded to tell my sister she's the last person to start passing judgment or passing any advice to anyone on how to do their life or be responsible. <laughs> Sounds like a sister fight. <laughs> I guess we were on FaceTime. Because then I saw she had a newborn baby girl in her chest. What? <laughs> a baby? That's not a baby. Like you, you don't realize that she was pregnant or, or had a baby? I am a Sante Marte devotee. So I started praying to her to let this be a dream. And then I woke up. Mmm, <gasps> it was a dream. Oh. In real life, I woke up at exactly 1.30 a.m. On the way to the bathroom, I thanked Santa Marta for letting it just be a dream. Oh, My mom is not the best person to talk to in emergencies. Doesn't sound like it. <laughs> and the relationship I have with my sister isn't perfect, even though we're 10 years apart and we're full-grown adults. Wow. Help, Nina. Oh, okay, Nina. Where should we begin? It's, I, this is a family drama dream, mm-hmm. 100%. Your feeling in your life are overflowing to your subconscious and yes. causing you to have these dreams. Yes. But let's start at the beginning. Let's start at the beginning. Pay attention to your driving, Nina. Pay attention to your driving. But that is good because I think in the dream, she even mentioned, I almost ran a red light in this dream. And I 
it, to my dream self said, whoa, you need to pay more attention. Yeah, yeah. And that, like you said, is very self-aware in a dream. Especially in a dream, yeah. yeah. So is that her dream conscious telling her that this dream's important? I think is so. Is it that she has to pay something more attention in real life? Um, I think it's all of the above, actually. <laughs> or all the above, yeah. And then we have these two... These two really bad trolley conductors. <laughs> um, like, can you be any more obvious that you're <laughs> partying at fault here? Very true. Very true. And what do you think? Like, did she have to have a reason to? I feel like she might be going around in circles. She kept trying to prove to herself that she wasn't at fault over and over even again. though it was so obvious even though it was so obvious fault. and then she was worried about you know just being blocking traffic everything she was putting it all yeah. on herself i think it's a good point because yeah. she should maybe there is something in her life that is obviously not her problem right or her fault <laughs> and yet she feels responsibility for it in some way yeah yeah she's taken all the blame on this one don't take the blame. Don't take it. Get a, a dash cam. <laughs> yeah. um, definitely need one of those. Uh, and you just got to take that to your insurance. And then it's funny that those guys are like, do you have good insurance? Yeah. Like, like questioning like, her. You're like, no, sir. Like, there's no reason you should be questioning Nina in this situation. No. Mm -mm. So does she feel she's under scrutiny, even though something's not her fault or something's beyond her control? Because this dream is saying like something's beyond her control. Yes. That's not her fault. She right. didn't cause it. No. But she still has to take kind of the rep for something. I right. Feel. And she's almost kind of willing to. Yeah. That's the part that yeah. I don't like. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, like you said, maybe the pay attention is a wake up for her or not. Oh, wake up. Literally. A wake pay up. attention to the dream and notice some things and maybe realize take hey, a stand take in real a stand. life stand up for yeah. yourself yes this accident wasn't my fault right put down your beer <laughs> put down Just your stop pot. right now <laughs> put down your pot and give me your insurance cards please <laughs> <laughs> the fact she reaches out to her family i mean i think that says that she has a close relationship with her family or she once had a close relationship mm -hmm. with her family she even admits her mom's not great in emergency situations, and not everyone is. No, no, it's a very okay, stressful time. Here oh. we go. Here's a question for you, oh, bro. No. <laughs> accident. You see an accident. Mm -hmm. There's multiple ways you can handle this. Okay. Are you the type to pull over to like go to the car and see what you can do to help? Are you the type to call nine one one, or are you the type to just say someone else is going to take care of it? I know it's a hard. It's a hard question. I don't think I would pull over unless, I don't know, like they were physically in danger, like immediately, yeah. like couldn't yeah. wait for assistance. But then it's like, what can I possibly do? I would be on the phone, though. I don't have a problem yeah. calling 911. Right. Not at all. How about you? I'm I'm the same. I'm not like, get it. I'm not like a, I'm not a hero type. No, I'm not, not a hero safe. person. It's not safe. Like, I don't know what I would be doing. No, I'm but I can definitely strong. call 911. I yes, will do that. I can do that for you. I might pull over to make the call, but I'm not going to. Sure, like, that's the safe thing. Run, you might to... run to a trolley if not. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the, the weed smoking, beer guzzling trolley driver. I want to go on this trolley. Um, just kidding. <laughs> no, you don't. I don't want <laughs> it ever, to crash. Do you ever see those trolley things in Nashville? Or I know there's a multiple like major cities where. Mm -hmm. It's like a bicycle, and you oh, where it's and a bar. All the pedestrians sit there and drink. And yeah, there's like <laughs> they one person in charge who's really driving it. 
best always, things more Have fun. you done one of those? No, but I would. I would do one too. <laughs> it looks like this is the most exercise I'm going to get this weekend. Um, all it. week. I mean, all year. <laughs> well, I did mention that my oldest is turning 21 mm-hmm. in like 40 days. And she did say, I'm going to Nashville with my, my, my friends. It would be fun if you and Brooke came, but I don't think you could hang with us. And I just laughed and I said, girl, I don't think you could hang with us. (laughs) She's young, Mindy. She doesn't know. She has no idea. (laughs) We would tear that town apart. (laughs) And yes, still be motherly and make sure everyone made to bed without like getting lost. I wouldn't. I'd be like, let's go out. That's true. Brooke. (laughs) No, it's Brooke too. (laughs) Now I have mom Mindy on me too. I can't disconnect. It's a mom thing. I but know, I still I think we would we would give them a run for their money. Oh, I think we could hang. <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. So, just to wrap up Nita's dream, she calls her mom. Again, the mom's not one to help with emergencies. She's <laughs> not. She's not looking for a solution. I feel like Nita's just reaching out for some sort of support. Just support. Just support. Yeah. Right. I don't need you to solve this problem. I don't need. You to come pick me up. I just want you to hear what I'm saying. I don't want to be alone. I'm scared. You know, I'm confused. Uh, I just want some love. That's all she said. That's the exact emotion she said. I was mad. I was scared. And she was experiencing some intense back pain. Oh, I forgot about the back pain. Yeah, Yeah, she's injured too. She needs she's some sort of support. I feel like it's grasping out to, I think, like you said, at one time her family may have been close it seems a little strained now at least with her Mm -hmm. sister her mom she Mm -hmm. just said is not good in emergencies it's not necessarily a strained relationship but it's definitely coming to her mind you know that something isn't necessarily great with my family connection right now something strained something strained and then the last thing is just getting her sister on the phone and her sister's just yelling at her for the accident she's not she's not even ignoring her call like her mom was her sister was <laughs> literally going at her for it yeah and like she without getting know, all the details without seemed. hearing anything really you know it's yeah. like she just assumed has this been something has she been has nina been the one that always took the blame like was always the mm. scapegoat and she's just used yeah. to playing that role and now she just needs Ooh. to stand up stand I, Brooke, up I think wow i i like that i like that idea a lot i think you're right i think in the end, that's what Nina has to do is stand up for herself. Mm-hmm. She knows her truths. She can't let people get away with shit anymore. No. And I feel like maybe she's at the crossroads of her life and understanding that as she's a growing person is to say, this ain't my fault. And I don't have to deal with it because it's not my yeah. fault. That is your problem. You have to deal with yep. it. And that's sometimes very hard for people to understand as they grow. Oh, it's it's one of the hardest things. And you and I also kind of have issues with saying no to loved ones or people around us, you know. And so it's like, I get it. I get it. Yeah. But it just it just takes time. It takes time. Nina, you know, we feel you're going to get it, though. We feel like having I, these dreams is yes. waking you up a little bit. And yes. I feel like in the future, you're going to stand up for yourself and you're going to take those trolley drivers, <laughs> even though they're hot, even though they're a little attractive. <laughs> be like Mama we gotta talk Mia. to the cops because he's he may, might be more attractive <laughs> Wait officer and see. sir fingers crossed <laughs> thank you nina thanks nina that was a that was a good wild romp on a trolley <laughs> well i mean i don't know it's so great <laughs> no. 
Hey, everybody. Hey, everybody. Everybody, don't you want to support the show? Ow! Yeah, you Ow. do. <laughs> Mitty's clapping along. I have no rhythm. I don't. <laughs> Just go to yeah. revelations.com. Right. Slash support. Do it again. Do it again. Because <laughs> that was awful. Hey, everybody. Support That's the show. That's what I wanted to do. I felt like All right, singing. Well. Show your support for the show so we can keep it going and have some fun with you every week. Just go to revelations.com slash support. You can join our sleepover squad, buy some merch, or just submit some dreams. Any way you support the show, we appreciate. It's time for cat naps, which means we are reading a bunch of your dreams. Short, quick, fun crazy one-sentence dream stories. We're going to get through a bunch of them, so here we go, Brooke. You're ready. This is Jessica from Armonk Village, New York. Oh, okay. I had a dream about a clear ocean completely filled with whales. Oh! I'm on a boat in the middle of the ocean with a random guy I've never met. He's a bit scruffy, but kind. Okay. Suddenly, we look down to the almost clear ocean to see basically every inch of it is taken up by whales. <laughs> like when do you see those silver fish that swim tightly packed together? That's what the whales were doing. There were a few different species, all moving as one. The main body of it was made up of dolphins and Aww. scattered through the pack were bigger whales like blue whales, humpbacks, pilot whales, etc. It was extremely peaceful, breathtaking even. Never felt like I was in danger. I just merely sat there in awe. I think it sounds lovely. I would love to watch this. Brooke would pay thousands of dollars to be in this situation. <laughs> I'm like, I um, I like this dream. <laughs> Brooke will drain her bank account to come with you, Jessica. Yes. <laughs> and then I woke up. Mm. I haven't been able to stop thinking about it since I woke up this morning. That's beautiful. And it's not often we get just those, we say we don't get those dreams so often that are yeah. just like, peaceful and you wake up and just feel so happy and relaxed so that's yes jessica well it's kind of funny you said that because we don't usually it's a something stressful is happening but since you just shared that dream i'll share one from carla from boston Ooh, it's like cheers carla (laughs) that that took place in boston what about sam yeah where's sam can't he send us a dream where's norm and cliff and hashtag woody (gasps) hashtag what is what does ted Ted dancing dream dream. Ah! there it is sometimes you want to go where everybody knows your name you know i think always glad you came i think we did that in pet band did you? I bet. It was, I think that's oh, a pretty popular. That's a pretty I popular one. I think everyone recognized. I don't know about the young kids, but Not I think the anyone, youngins, but at least yeah. our generation. And yes. Would, no, I get it. Yeah. Yes. It's but very cheers, popular. man. Ta- cheers, Carla. I wish I had a bar. Well, I kind of have a bar. They don't know. They don't call my name when I walk in, but they know who we are. We go on Sundays. It's our favorite <laughs> bar. It's, a, well, it's cheap. That counts. People are friendly. Do they know your and drink? Um, no, because I, well, I change it up. Like, Mark oh, okay. always drinks the same thing. He's okay. always going to have an IPA. Yeah. Me, I'm more of like a go with the wind type of girl. So Whatever like you're one feeling. Day I want, yeah. I want a mimosa, but yesterday I wanted a bucket of mini Coronas. <laughs> For $9. It was a great deal. 
Seven. Only seven ounces. Sounds oh, they're fabulous. Like, they're the cor- Corona, Corona, what do they call them? Corona Nitas? They're like the tiny Coronas. Like, oh. They're just seven ounces. They're like cute little bottles. It was $10? $9 for five little mini Coronas. Oh, five, five of them. Little, five I, mini like lines. I thought it was just one. Oh, no. No, it was a great Sunday. Yeah, it was fun. Okay. It sounds like it was Watch a great Sunday. Watch the Bears lose, you know. All right. Very typical. Well. End of season. Yay, Bears, you suck. Anyhow. Sorry. <laughs> I'm not going to participate in this. I'm not a sports type of gal. I tried to explain Season's to my... Season's over, Brooke. I tried to explain to my year. dad last night, because every time I'm over there, he's watching football. And I've just never been into football. Don't know it. You know, I nope. just... And I was like, Dad, this is like you when I try to make you watch The Real Housewives. There's different cities. There's different people. <laughs> it's like team members, teams. I'm like, you know how much you hate Real Housewives? This is what I feel like when you're flipping from game to game to game. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, yeah. let's get back to Carla. Please, Carla. From Boston. From Boston. <laughs> this is a lovely dream. I just took an afternoon nap, and in my dream, I was feeling emotions I haven't felt since I was a baby, which oh, is oh. unusual. Okay. I remember seeing visuals of seeing my grandfather when I was three to four months old. Oh, But I wow. actually dreamt of the feeling. It was very intense. I felt so close to my mother. She was there with me. I felt like a kid having that pure love with mom again, enjoying the time and laughing with her, even though we didn't say a word. Wow. It's crazy. The moment I woke up, I burst out crying for at least five minutes, and I rarely cry. The feeling is still in me. But I have this sudden guilt or sadness for my mom, an extreme feeling of nostalgia for the specific Aww. moments I shared with her. I think that's Aww. nice. I love it. Could you imagine what having a memory or like from a, a three or four yeah. month old perspective? I, that's crazy. What's the earliest memory you remember? Is there? Mm. Well, how old were you? I would say probably at least three or four. Okay. I remember yeah, say like three. For I remember running. I remember my dad holding me, and I had my polar bear stuffed animal, and we were running of through an airport. You did. <laughs> yeah, we were running through an airport. We were late, and I just remember like bouncing so you did on his shoulder. Thing. Yes, <laughs> yes. Excellent. Only both You're kids were there. Hair. We were both okay. there. <laughs> made it. Excellent. I actually think it was Denver, and I'm not sure why. Okay. I, I think my mom just told me the story because I said, I remember once, and she's like, uh, I don't know where we were going. I'll okay. Have, but yeah, how about you? You said three or four too, you think? Three. I remember being on my, my grandma's lap, like looking, like, you know, like my, I'm laying on her lap. My, so my feet are towards her yeah, stomach. Yeah. My head's like on her knees. And I just remember looking up at her and just laughing. I just remember like very specifically, remember thinking her nose was upside down because I was, oh. I was upside down. But I think I remember, I told my grandma her nose was upside down. And then she just laughed. She thought it was the funniest thing. Isn't and it that's great? Both of our, the first yeah, memory I remember. Both of our first memories are with family members that family. we love. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Ah, thanks, okay. Carla. Mm. Well, this next one comes from Vanessa from Boston as well. Ah! Some some pull-throughs today. <laughs> I had a dream where I grew a giant carrot. Love it. <laughs> it was as tall as me. <laughs> that is giant. I love carrots. I don't know. How are you feeling carrots? Um, I love carrots. Raw, I like them cooked. raw. I like them cooked. I like them anyway. Carrot cake? 
I love carrot cake. <laughs> All good. Brooke, carrots are check, good. Check, check, check. <laughs> she says, I asked my uncle to take a picture of me with it. But when I checked the picture, he had photoshopped the carrot out. Why? That was the whole point. <laughs> uncle Jim, I want a picture with the carrot. The whole reason I wanted you to take this picture was to put the carrot in the frame. Exactly. The carrot exactly. is the star of this photo. No one cares about me. They want to see a five foot five carrot. <laughs> I'm just assuming your height. Oh, yeah. Five, five. Sure. Five, five. A five, four Sounds carrot good. still seems very tall. It's, I, I four foot. A three foot carrot would be impressive. <laughs> what size is your carrot? I got a three footer. <laughs> Anything beyond seven inches is great. <laughs> uh, anyhow. Ooh, ding, ding, ding. We have a I winner. Asked, <laughs> I asked if he would take another photo, but it turned out he had sold my carrot. <gasps> what? Who gives him the right? Sad. I would be sad, too. He doesn't capture all your work at growing Rude. this goddamn carrot, and then he sells it out from underneath no. Like, how much can you mm-hmm. get for a giant carrot, though? Like, where are you selling it and, to? Yeah, I'm like, where, where are you advertising this? <laughs> uh, uh, Is this market, Facebook marketplace? <laughs> <laughs> I would, you know, I would think that's like one of those ones that are like a secret code word for maybe something yeah, else. Something else. <laughs> giant carrot. Giant carrot. For sale. Mm-hmm. Seven gotcha. inch carrot. <laughs> Seven oh, inch carrots carrot. for sale. <laughs> <laughs> One dollar. Ooh, it's a good price. You never know. You never know. (laughs) That's funny. Thanks, Vanessa. (laughs) This is Joshua from Toronto. Welcome, Canada. You go by Josh, Joshy, Josh. I'm calling him Joshy. Okay, Joshy. Joshy. Thanks for the dream. It's a little longer one, but we'll get there. Okay. One of the most terrifying dreams has recurred more than three times. Oh, boy. I know. Forming a series of interconnected nightmares set in the same location. Each dream builds upon the previous one, all taking place on the rooftop of my apartment building at night. Suddenly, an unsettling feeling sweeps over me as random chaotic events unfold, including natural disasters and the appearance of a malevolent flying creature. Ugh. I find myself accompanied by a random boy and two girls. As I turn to help one of the girls who is hanging precariously over the building's edge, an inexplicable force prevents me from saving her, and she plummets to her death. Oh, no. That has to be Oops. traumatizing. Sorry about that. Moments, sorry. <laughs> Moments later, the second girl falls to her death as well. Only to return as a ghost with haunting black eyes. Josh is a real writer. Yeah. I think he's good. Never black-eyed creatures. No, that's not good. good. But she cries out, why didn't you help me? Oh, God, that sucks. Oh, yeah. I am overcome with terror and offer a profound apology, expressing the fear that one feels when facing death. (laughs) I'm I'm sorry about that. Sorry that you had to experience that. Shortly thereafter, a diminutive prince, a diminutive prince, is what he says, materializes before me. Fancy. 
he presents a piece of tree bark containing green sap and a gleaming blue bottle filled with a mysterious luminous liquid. I'm curious. I'm curious. I'm listening. <laughs> uh, what, what do we do with this? How much is it going to cost? It's going to cost one giant carrot because I've got that for sale. My uncle We've Jay, got a giant we'll carrot. <laughs> trade you a giant carrot for, this. for your liquids. Oh, that sounded terrible. <laughs> your magic blue liquid. Okay. I- <laughs> he then vanishes. I attempt to scoop the green sap, but it begins to harden. Oh, God. <laughs> Sorry, this dream. We're getting out of control tonight. Okay. It begins to harden, prompting me to realize the urgency of mixing it with the blue elixir like substance it, in the bottle. See, you got to yeah, mix them together. Yeah, go back to you chemistry. Get... It's like chemistry 101. <laughs> Eventually, I'm sorry, unfortunately, my efforts prove futile and a disconcerting sensation creeps in. Ooh. While still on the rooftop, an ominous chill courses through me, causing mm. the sky to darken further and all nearby buildings' lights to extinguish. It's not going Yikes. in the right direction. No. Descending to the street, I find everything inexplicably returned to normal, as though nothing had transpired. Uh, nothing okay. within the dream makes sense, but as I reach the street, I hear a faint, haunting whisper carried by the wind. <laughs> this is just the beginning. The words sent shivers down my spine, leaving with more questions and answers about my recurring nightmare. Wowza. Don't get these dreams that have sayings in them. We've had a lot lately. Yes. And all of them are like haunting. They're very haunting. And they're always like. Just beginning. Yes. Creepy. Yeah. I I mean, that's scary. Can I have some more details? Just the beginning of good times, I hope. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I'm hoping. I think that's had to be what it meant. (laughs) <laughs> oh thanks joshua well this one comes from our bestie hattie pronounced she her from london uk hattie hattie by the way i love the name hattie just like just want to give you a hug thanks hattie this is titled my sister married taylor swift while dressed as a dog mm, i like this one <laughs> yeah i can tell i'm a fan already <laughs> i dreamed that me my wife my sister, and some friends all went to see Taylor Swift in concert. Yay! Yay! Bring your friendship bracelets. I love it. Okay. Halfway through the show. Sorry, I was going to say, I just can't believe you made all those bracelets when you went. It was... We made, like, hundreds of bracelets. How long did that take? And you just trade them with each other? I... I am such a nerd. And when it comes to these things, when we went to the Taylor, I don't think I told the story when I would talked about Taylor Swift. So each of us had our own album. So we tried to make yes. all the tracks yeah. on the album into a bracelet. So Midnight's album, I had all of the Midnight el- songs as bracelets. Oh my and God, Mindy. I just want, this is I just want to give them to a bunch of like kids. So yeah. one of my daughters, and I'll see if I can, I'll post it on our sleepover squad. So oh, if you're okay. not part of our sleepover squad, this might be the reason to join. There's a video of me <laughs> like block, blocking traffic in the stadium to trade friendship bracelets with like a little kid. I want to so like, see oh, this. I have not? not seen this video. Okay. So I'm going to post it on the sleepover squad. But yeah, I, I just was adorbs. looking for all these kids because they've got like the ugliest bracelets, to be honest, like because they're like made by kids. And I was like, I will trade with you. 
every day. Like I will, I want. Did you make a bunch of new friends? Did you get all their Facebook accounts so you can I, keep in touch? I think they're. I don't even think they're old enough for Facebook. Oh, wow. definitely not old enough to listen to this podcast. Okay, but, good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anyways, going back to Hattie. Yeah, sorry, Hattie. <laughs> Halfway through the show, Taylor Swift announced a special segment. She said was to demonstrate her love for her fans. Oh. She said she was going to do this by asking volunteers from the audience to come on stage and get married to her. Well, I'm sure she probably had quite a few volunteers. <laughs> <laughs> right. I don't care if you what your orientation is. I mean, I would marry Taylor Swift. You, if Taylor Swift like, asks you to marry her, you're in. We're getting married. And don't sign a prenup. <laughs> No, and I would love all of her cats. I would love all your cats and all of your money. (laughs) Heidi says, my wife loves Taylor Swift. (laughs) So in the dream, I was trying to persuade her to volunteer. I kept saying, babe, it's finally your chance to marry Taylor Swift. (laughs) But my wife wouldn't do it because she was too shy. Oh, my sister did it instead and went on stage with all the other volunteers. All the other fans changed into suits and wedding gowns. My sister changed into a dog mascot costume. <laughs> I that would stand um, out to me. That would stand it out would. to me. I'd be like, I'm picking. It probably would have worked better though if she had dressed like a cat. Right? I would agree. Yeah, but she has good. anything against dogs, but she's definitely no. more of a cat. Well, yeah, personally, happens yeah. to the best of us. Some would say. <laughs> I didn't get to watch the actual ceremony through because I had to leave to go to a dentist to a dentist appointment. <laughs> Damn it! Reschedule your dentist appointment. Why would you put them back to back with your Taylor Swift concert? Bad planning. Bad planning. And what kind of dentist is open at the time of day that would be after a concert? <laughs> time for your root canal. Come on in, Patty. Come on in at twelve thirty a.m. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. And he just says no. And she says, which for some reason was happening in the same building as the concert. Okay. I guess that's convenient. <laughs> the dentist told me I needed a root canal. Oh, no. Shit. And then I woke up. <laughs> that's a bummer. Having to leave a concert. <laughs> and your sister's married. And your Taylor sister's Swift. wedding. You, you should go be the get best a root ma- canal? Best mate up there. Oh, yeah. my God. Yeah. You should be up there. You should be tossing petals instead you are getting laughing gas oh well that doesn't sound too bad i haven't had that no. since i was like a kid i've never had laughing gas so i remember good? having it um like when i had a cavity as a kid and i remember that mask but i've never had it as an adult like even when i've had a cavity as an adult they've never given me the gas as an adult and so i still haven't gotten my wisdom teeth out which i have to do like soon because <gasps> oh, i don't know i'm really? 40 I just, yeah, no, my dentist is like, you don't need to, but you really should. I'm like, okay, I'm 40. I should. You're not 40. <laughs> Ish. I'm 40 <laughs> and beyond. Don't call me out, bro. Um, and she's like, well, you can, you can get them. You can get them taken out. So I went to like the mm-hmm. oral surgeon and he's like, yeah. you know, I don't even think we have to put you under. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Uh, no That's yes. not how this is going to work. No, well, you're putting you me under. Or putting me under because <laughs> I am, will have a panic attack if you do not knock me out completely. <laughs> so that's coming up. I'll give you an update. Oh, well, that situation. sounds exciting. <laughs> but I'd rather go to the Taylor Swift concert on um, day of the week. Yeah, I think almost everyone would. <laughs> <laughs> Who's Travis Kelsey anyway? Yeah, who mm-hmm. the fuck is that? Oh, 
I don't know why I'm just apologizing. Who the fuck is that what? guy? Brooke, you can see fuck. Okay. I know. I don't know why I felt like I was talking to children <laughs> again. You talked about the bracelets, and I was like, oh, I've got to wash my mouth. Who? They're not no, listening. No. They're not listening. Taylor definitely wants to marry a, a chick in a, in a, a dog, dog costume. costume. Yeah. yeah. I don't blame her. <laughs> this is Lars from Amsterdam. How exciting. Lars. Somewhere oh, on my I don't know. We've had list. one from Amsterdam. Mm-hmm. Yes. Definitely on my bucket Welcome. list. Welcome. Lars, let me know when you have a free um, free opening in your home for me to stay for about a week. <laughs> we'll be friends. I've been having prophetic dreams. Most have come true instantly. That's scary. Oh. And some need to wait on a long time. Most of the time... I would dream of a disaster while trying to survive in it, and I would wake up moments before the major disaster. I had predicted a strong storm coming, but now is nowhere near a storm. I saw what would be the end of humanity. These aren't the chronological order, but everything is a different dream, or the same dream, but in a different perspective, if any of that makes sense. And here's here's a list. It's a list of dreams that Lars has had that he's hoping will not happen. Don't come true. He says, I don't want the end of the world. hopefully shouldn't happen. Number one, we've got seven here. Okay. In the uncertain future, there is a U.S. president that would become a dictator. And Lars says, I don't live in the U.S. So to dream that it's a U.S. president. Well, I know. Could happen. Wait, it's even more specific. Who secretly colludes with Russia and China... They are secretly building a rocket after going to Mars. I don't like this. So now we've got space involved. Okay. Okay. Well, uh, I agree. I hope this doesn't come true. (laughs) Yeah. I don't like it so far. No. There's a new discovered element near the Earth's core. That's why they drilled, which caused earthquakes to other countries. Mm. Oh. That's that's not not good. good. Okay. Number two. Civil wars break out and there was a clear division of people. That's not good either. Uh, Yeah, no. Number three, in the near future, there would be a star or an asteroid explosion. After that explosion, scientists can't figure out the reason why so many stars exploded, and they kept it a secret. Mm. Um, I've seen that movie. (laughs) I've seen that movie a few times. Number There's four. been a few of those, right? Yeah, number same with this. Droughts, tsunamis, storms, and volcanic eruptions. The world is going to shit, Lars. Okay. Five, we entered the era of robots, and that Mm. dictator used it to locate the new element. Yikes. Number six, a zombie virus got spread out, but soon it got removed. Okay, well, that one's not so bad. (laughs) I don't want it at all, though. I don't don't want any of these. No. Removal. No. How long did that take, too? Right. And lastly, after all of that disaster, there are a few people left in a dystopia. The newly formed government is called insurgency. And those who got away run and built a place called Safe Haven. It is an emergency of insurgency. <laughs> insurgency, <laughs> emergency. We don't want that. No, we don't no want I that. don't like any of these. It sounds I want like Safe the, Haven. it sounds like The Walking Dead. Really does. Yeah. It all starts with the evil dictator. Don't. (laughs) It's not good. Don't don't let dictators Mm, mm, rule. mm, There's mm. a reason that we shouldn't have dictators. (laughs) Yeah, there's a reason. (laughs) Thanks, Thanks, Lars. Lars. I'm a little scared, Mm -hmm. but hopefully you're not a prophet. 
Yeah, I hope so, too. <laughs> All right. Well, I'm going to jump in again with this one. This is Josie from Omaha, Arkansas. Oh, Omaha, Arkansas. I thought that was Nebraska. There is an Omaha, Arkansas, I guess. I guess. <laughs> I have a recurring dream. I'm in my childhood home. I turn to my father and say there's a storm coming. Mm. It immediately gets dark, like pitch black dark, mm. not the usual storm darkness. No. My dad disappears in a mist. I turn around to go out the front door and there's a tornado and I start to run from it in a convertible. The car is doing over 100 miles an hour, but I can't seem to get away from the tornado. Oh, no. Until lightning strikes and the sky turns sunny. Well, that's unusual. (laughs) The sky turns black and then the tornado over here turns. Oh, shit. That didn't last very long. Oh, never mind. The tornado picks me up and the car and throws me to the ground. I usually wake up freaked out by that point. Yeah, I would say so. Tornado dreams, any like natural disaster yeah. dreams are hor- horrible because it, can, ha- it yeah. can be real. It could be. But yeah. then just have that moment of like, no, everything's fine. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. And it was literally now. like a moment, literally just a moment. <laughs> a moment. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, well, boy. Josie, thank you for sharing. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about your tornadoes, Josie. I hope the convertible's okay. <laughs> If there's going to be a car I'm, I'm running over from a tornado in, I don't want it to be anything no. where my noggin's exposed. Yes, I don't want my, no roof over my head. No, That's I want like a Hummer. Oh, yes. Maybe you could get away in that. Who knows? I think I might, my head might be a little safer. <laughs> Thank you so much to Nina for sharing your wild trolley dream with us and to all of our catnap submissions. Lots of connectivity tonight. Lots of dreams lingering around in the brain. Thank you. (laughs) So, Mindy, it's a little unusual for me, but I did it last time and I'm doing it again. I have a scientific topic for you. (laughs) Are you going back to college? What's happening here? I don't know. And it's about self-help again or therapy again. Oh, good. No, but I think that's great. I think it's a great topic to touch on. Well, I wanted to talk to you about a new alternative therapy called brain spotting therapy because for our besties out there, it could help if you have post-traumatic stress disorder or maybe you're having nightmares, recurring nightmares, or just sleep problems in general. This new therapy could help with some issues you may be facing. Let's get into it. Let's do it. I had never heard of this, so I found it very interesting. I was reading something on PTSD, you know, post-traumatic stress Mm -hmm. disorder, and it just got me kind of looking into stuff. And I saw something mentioned. It's called brain spotting therapy. And I'm going to tell you about it. Okay. I've heard of the term. I'm not sure what it means or what's involved. So I'm glad you're covering it. Okay. Well, it's just one of the many ways you can treat PTSD, but also other mental disorders lots and lots of things you can use this Mm -hmm. for. But brain spotting therapy is a type of alternative therapy that uses spots in the person's visual field to help them process trauma. Literally spots. Literally spots. They look look (laughs) at their eyes. I'll get into that in in a little bit. It accesses trauma trapped in the subcortical brain 
<laughs> the Ooh, area, my favorite part that's of the my, brain. That's the sexiest I part. Love, oh, <laughs> subcortical, baby. Man, nice subcortia. <laughs> I'll be his wife forever. That is the area of the brain responsible for emotion, consciousness, emotions, and learning. So, you know, kind of it's a kind of deal. important part. Yeah. This type of therapy was discovered in 2003. So it is fairly new. That's pretty new. Yeah. It's as new as my oldest kid. <laughs> That's very true. Which um, is 20 years old and 43 days of being shy of 21. Oh, my God. It's so soon. <laughs> it's so soon. David Grand, he's a PhD. He worked on EDMR, which is eye movement, desensitization, and reprocessing, which is something I might get into at a later time. Not tonight, though. I did too much scientific research. Mindy, you did too much for me. (laughs) Mindy, you You just got me. You got me all on this scientific kick. That is crazy. I know. (laughs) Love it. Grand had observed a client getting stuck in one spot. While staying in this one spot, Grand observed her going deeper than ever before, and brain spotting was born. One of the benefits of brain spotting theory is that it does not need to relive the trauma in order to facilitate its release from the body. So sometimes less stressful than other types of therapy if you don't want to have to talk over and over. Yeah, sure. Okay, so here's how it works, people. Brain spotting works on the theory that feelings from trauma can become stuck in the body, leading to physical and mental ailments. It's believed that the brain's memory of a particular trauma or incident is reset in the body and brain through brain spotting. So Grant describes this stuckness as, are you ready for this one? Frozen maladaptive homeostasis. (laughs) Wow, nice job on the big word, Brooke. Take one, nice, way to go. Our bodies are generally meant to be in a state of homeostasis. I want to live in homeostasis. Yeah, can I go to homeostasis? I mean, can we just can we just all just vibe in homeostasis? Yeah, I mean, I'm bringing homeostasis vibes today. Yes, I want some homeostasis vibes. (laughs) What homeostasis does? It's it's trying to maintain a stable environment. Love it. I love stable (laughs) stability. But this particular kind of homeostasis is not helpful. Brain spotting accesses this and attempts to integrate this interrupted process of dealing with your trauma. It's one of the few types of emerging therapies focusing on the brain-body connection. Traditional talk therapy is known as top-down therapy. That is, traditional therapy tries to solve problems with your conscious mind. The brain-body therapy is known as bottom-up, which aims to release the physical stress in the body. That's what he said to me at the club. No. That's what he said. (laughs) You want some top-down therapy? Or bottom-up therapy, baby. (laughs) Either way, therapy's good. But if the therapy then releases that emotional stress from the body. So it's not necessarily your consciousness but your subconscious dealing with it yeah so brain spotting works on the midbrain which controls part of the central nervous system that's responsible for processes such as vision hearing sleep and motor control when trauma occurs this part of the brain typically goes into that frozen mode to conserve resources for the body to be in defense mode 
This mm-hmm. is necessary if you're, you know, fighting a tiger, <laughs> but it's less helpful for psychological trauma. But yeah. our bodies can't distinguish between the two. It's the flight, fright, flight. Yep, it is. Fight, the f- fight or flight. Or fawn, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So this is what I thought was interesting. <clears throat> Here's how it works, like what a session may look like if you're doing this therapy. Okay. Although there is a therapist guiding you, much of it is self-directed. You'll start with some relaxing breathing and possibly listening to bilateral sound, which is music designed to go from one ear to the other in headphones. Oh, I thought I was just listening to Revelations. Like oh, Brooks well, in one ear, Mindy's in the other. That's going to cure you totally too. Totally relaxing. I mean, it's scientifically proven for the last two and a half years, two years. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Solid scientific. Yeah, we're yes. nothing but relaxing, yes. <laughs> And then, okay, so then you move into a more mindful state and you will identify a place in your body where you feel the most distress and rank it on a scale of one to 10. 10, oh, sorry. 10. Not me. 11. Today, 11. (laughs) Then, with your therapist's help, you will find your brain spot. (gasps) So it's not just a clever name. It's your brain nice. spot, brain spotting it's a spot therapy. In your brain. Okay. It's where your eyes naturally focus when physical discomfort is the strongest. So you'll be guided mm. to focus on this spot with either like a pointer or the therapist's finger. And they will help you identify the spot where you're becoming stuck and would like to work on. This sounds oh. crazy. I feel like I need to see this. Like reading yes. about it is interesting, I would but love I want to yeah. see this. And so there's two approaches, either outside window or inside window. In the outside window, the therapist observes the client's gaze and recommends a point. So they notice something happening in their eyes and they're like, what are you thinking about now? Let's yeah, talk yeah. about this. In the inside okay. window, the client is the one identifying. Okay. So depending on which side, yes. if it's the... Whatever, however it comes naturally or however they agree to do it. Yeah. So I feel like mine's right here. <laughs> I'm like, they're like, your eyes are That's nonstop exactly showing trauma. Nonstop. Where mine is. <laughs> right there. That's two, 2013 right there. <laughs> yep. Do you want to talk about it? Here we go. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> so basically, that's the point where they start talking and you stick with this area of the body. And then it takes some time to process the whole experience because sure, yeah. of what came up and what it all may mean. So at the end of the session, you will again rate your level of distress. So typically it will be lower. (laughs) Typically it will be lower. But some people report feeling a sense of release, either mentally or even physically, Ooh, through a mild tingling sensation (laughs) or mild shaking. (laughs) Following the session, you may feel exhausted or more emotional (laughs) than usual. I think that's pretty standard. Isn't it after every therapy session mm-hmm. I've ever been in is yep. like any I kind feel of exhausted emotionally any afterwards. kind of therapy, even like, like my alternative I've never therapies. Walked yes, away from one. <laughs> no, Mm-mm. I haven't felt exhausted. like oh my god, I need a fucking nap. <laughs> I, the best part that like when you walk to therapy, you're like I have nothing to talk about today, and then you get in there, and then you find something you can't Isn't stop talking. That and then you leave and you're like oh shit, you're like how am I going to find something to talk to today? And then you're and it's you like 15 do. minutes later, and you're like oh they need to how cut me th- off. <laughs> <laughs> I was just getting into my childhood trauma. Just getting started. <laughs> oh man, oh, yes. Oh my god. Okay. So, 
we've talked about it. It can help with anxiety, attachment issues, substance use. Um, we talked about post-traumatic, post-traumatic stress disorder, chronic pain, mm-hmm. and, you know, just like major depressive disorders. Benefits, and this is kind of why I was bringing up this topic, better sleep, less nightmares, mm-hmm. reduction in pain, memories become less painful, and increased energy. So a lot of benefits here. However, there have been studies that show that it's very effective at beginning, but some symptoms return at the six-month follow-up. So this is still like a new therapy. So things to consider, like as brain spotting is still new, there's not much research on long-term effects. As we know, it's only 20 years or so. I mean, talk therapy is still pretty relatively new as far as therapy. Yeah, it is. So 20 years is like a baby pretty much. Yeah. But like we talked about a little bit earlier, it does not require as much reliving the trauma as some other therapies do, even alternative therapies. But you will be discussing painful memories and feelings so you just got to kind of prepare yourself for that just like with any therapy uh-huh. and just take care well, you of can't, yourself you can't make a progress if no. you can't you don't address what's causing trauma exactly I don't, it, you know what i mean you exactly. have to process you have to work through it but the nice thing is, is there's multiple ways to do it and yeah and not one way is going to work for everybody that's why no, we have talk therapy not. that's why we have alternative yes. therapies you know mm-hmm. it's some you'll find something stick with it sometimes you just have to sit with your best friend every thursday night and chat that's about my talk and therapy that's also <laughs> the best kind of therapy a lot cheaper no co-pay oh my god mindy takes my insurance <laughs> it's the best <laughs> there's brooke there's a 50 dollar copay by the Damn way it. can i put your card on file yes <laughs> <laughs> well that's what i wanted to talk to you today about was brain spotting and I found it very interesting. Like I said, I'd like to maybe take a look at a session, but I'm, Absolutely. I'm all into being able to take yourself to a healthier place, even if it's baby Always. steps. Always, yes. It's the little things we do. It is the little things. And the new year is a perfect time to talk about it because this is the point, I don't know, it's winter. This is the point of the year where I'm like, for me, seasonal depression sets in because yes. it's cloudy they have nothing to do the it's holidays cold. were stressful those are done my oldest is going like kids are going back to college it's Too i'm much. just like blah mm-hmm. I, this is the time of year like i really feel like my mental health needs a pick me up you have that seasonal affect at what is it seasonal yeah. affect disorder is that what it's called yeah Ad? i think the so acronym's yeah Ad? yeah <laughs> Yeah, it makes sense <laughs> it does well, i sorry. see some sunshine let's cheer you up yeah. with a little dance Dancey dance. Dance break. Bestie. Bestie, we're at pause for a second. I need you to take 30 seconds out of your life right now. And I Ooh. want you. I don't care where you are right now. Oh. You could be on the bus. You can be at work. You can be in your home doing laundry. But I want you to just take a minute and release. And if you want to do a dance party with us, now's the time. Ready? Three, two, one, let's go. This is a this is my new one. These poor people can't see us. Not unless you join sleepover squad. I hope you dance it out for ten seconds, because that's all it takes sometimes. Ten seconds, just dance it out, people. Thank you for sharing, Brooke. That was again. It's always it's always helpful to hear these things. It's always helpful to learn more and. Thank you for sharing. Yep, yep, yep. So is it snowing there yet? 
I don't see anything. Do you, oh, are we gonna are we gonna open your door? Yes. Let's let's do a live a live weather broadcast from Brooke Althouse from KW S P A Z P Spaz. Little bit. Not much, but it's it's starting. Okay, starting. Okay, excellent, excellent. (laughs) Gotta lock Um, my door. Please don't forget to do that because we don't want you to like get murdered tonight. Thank you. (laughs) Before I came down here, I noticed the flakes were starting to fly. Yep. Here we are in the Midwest. We are supposed to get anywhere from, I don't know, two inches to a thousand feet. Yes. I love that. I love weather. I love this part of year. I love snow. You just said you hate this time just, of year. Well, <laughs> I know. I do and I don't. I hate the cold. Yeah. I enjoy a good snowstorm. And then it can just like, I like the fact of like being inside and cozy and stuff. And but then it can you go, go out and away. have to shovel and like. That's what my husband's for. Good. I'm glad to hear that. I have, that, I have teenage, uh, teenage sons. I was like, I you have, have kids. Yeah. No, I mean, do that. actually, some of our best. Like just at home date nights, we're outside shoveling in the snow together because we put out mu- we'll put on music. <laughs> well, like it's we'll put good. on you we'll make it out, fun. Like, our little, we do. We put on our like because we don't have a snowblower. We yeah. should. Yeah. Because we live in the Midwest and yeah. <laughs> but the last few years, it really hasn't been that bad. And plus, Knock we don't have anywhere to store it because our HOA doesn't allow like sheds. So oh there's God. no if we were up here, you your garage, the garage. There's no space. Your there's garage no space for snow. is packed. It from is top packed. to bottom shelves we have bikes hanging for the I ceiling know, i we mean literally we packed. can't for the snowblower <laughs> so we are like old-fashioned shoveling and the last year was a la- last year the year before like we just put on like we brought out our like bluetooth speaker we cranked the music and we just <laughs> had fun shoveling and singing and being goofy and so i think snow can be fun but um <laughs> I'm not a fan. I mean, I think I it's pretty, and the I don't mind it. if it's on the the ground, but I don't like driving in it. Like, I don't no, want to be not, out no. driving in it. Especially, so you're like, did you did you get your groceries and gas and your water and your everything? I, and you're gonna I, hunker down. I was going to, I was going to do it actually yesterday because this storm was kind of predicted. Yeah, that's when like, it works. Yeah. I had to go grocery shopping anyway, but then. I ended up staying at my parents a little later because I was watching the GGs, the Golden Globes. Oh, the Golden Globes. And I don't have cable, so I had to do it at my parents' house because I don't know if it was streaming Makes somewhere. Sense. But And then today, I just it like slipped my mind. I was so tired after work. I just came home and just wanted to put my feet up. And then I'm like, oh. And I'm like, I have water. I have some bread. I'm fine for a day or two. <laughs> you can make yourself a sandwich. Yeah, I'll be fine. I have fine. the kids, and so I'm sure I mentioned it before, about 45 minutes from their school, mm-hmm. like their home school, because they're in their dad's school district. So we're waiting to hear if school's going to be canceled. Mm-hmm. So there's a few neighboring school districts who already called it. Yeah. But we're not as far out in the, the farmland as some, mm-hmm. and so it's pretty rare that they call it, but they sent an email saying that they call it by 5 a.m., which is great. I have to wake up at 5 a.m. I was so like, yeah, I'll, that gives you just enough time. Would you hate to start driving up. there? Oh, I'll, God. Look at the, I'll look at the email, and then either I'm going to tell the kids they can sleep in and turn off their alarms, or we're going to be driving in a snowstorm in the morning to go to school. So I don't know. Well, school's already been canceled here for us, so yeah, I'll keep you posted. I, I'm interested to see how much we actually get, because I know. they're like it could be three inches, it could be like 12. So I don't yeah. really... 
It'll and be interesting. It could be zero. I mean, it could stop immediately right <laughs> it now. It would just rain. We, we don't know really where that lies. <laughs> we don't know what's going to happen. Again, one of the joys of living in the Midwest. Other than the snowstorm, how was your week? Everything? How's life? You know, I'm alive. So that's pretty good. Good. That's decent. Yeah. Feeling it. <laughs> good. Nothing good, new, good. nothing exciting here in my life. I hate to tell you, I wish I had something fun to talk about, but I just don't. That's okay. What did okay. you do this week that was fun and fantastic? See? No. I'm not the no. only one. Looking, looking, looking through the brain real quick. I'm going um, through the files in my brain. Um, nope. Got nope. nothing. Booking some weddings for 2024, so that's exciting. Oh, we have some. Uh, wow. We have three contracts out for a couple, so nice. 2024 is going to be awesome it's for all my brides with a bang. and grooms. So other than that, no, I'm just chill, waiting for the storm. Yep. Gonna make some hot cocoa. Gonna ride it out. <laughs> All right, Bessie. That wraps up another episode. We hope you're not stranded in a snowstorm. Mm-hmm. But if you are, take the time and text your friend about the podcast. Yes. You can tell just one person. And we promise you'll survive the snowstorm. The people in like California are like, we don't even know what you're talking like, about. What? But nonetheless, <laughs> if you did have a snowstorm or you have those gigantic waves that might take out a city. Just tell one person. Any sort of natural disaster is a good yep. time to tell someone about the podcast. You tell your bestie. You can tell your uncle that sold your giant carrot. Rude. You can tell Taylor Swift's new spouse oh. about the podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm not breaking the news here. This ain't TMZ, but you know, I'm just mm-hmm. going to say something. You mm-hmm. might. Maybe you should take a listen. You know, take a listen and stick around, you know, see what we're talking about here with Taylor Swift, the newest TS info. (laughs) Just one person, Bessie. That's how we grow. That's how we keep coming back each and every week is if you tell one person that makes our numbers go up, that makes us happy, that makes us keep coming back and recording more episodes. So thank you. Good times. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, Bestie. Until next week, (laughs) grab your giant carrot. Just and snap that picture. Get that picture. And sweet, and sweet dreams, dreams, bitches. I can't use the giant carrot. Carrots? Carrot. Delicious. Delicious.